Uh, James Heath joining me right now. President-elect. Kia ora. Oh, you were saying. Kia ora. How are you? Morena to you. Oh, I'm good. I'm tired. Yeah. I'm good. It's been a tiring few weeks. Yes. Um, but an exciting, exciting few weeks, to be honest. Mm. So, looking forward to cracking into it. It has been an exciting few <laughs> weeks. It's been all go. Yeah. Like, like I haven't seen weeks like this for quite some time. No. Yeah, we've had uh, like 150 people uh, in attendance of exec meetings, <laughs> um, a protest. We've had about six or 500 students turning up to it. Um, you know, art history Senate meeting that for the first time in about 20 years or so, um, they had to do a roll call vote because it was so mm. close. So, mm. yeah, bloody hell. Do you think um, Josh is showing the way that maybe you need to attend, like, or your executive need to attend a few more parties and then you might get <laughs> just more students on your side? I think a few of us do probably attend our fair share parties, but I think, yeah, probably maybe we should go out fire spinning with Josh, to be honest. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Maybe that's the secret. Well, I mean, I mean, when it. <laughs> <laughs> Go away, Michaela. Uh, I mean, he's very visible, and obviously yep. that's worked in his favour. Mm. So, uh, and, and, and some executives in the past have been um, guilty of not being out there within yep. the student, yep. um, you know, student public. And I know a few this year have done a really a, a better job in, in their own ways. You know, there's been videos made. There's been more mm. people out there answering questions from time to time. Yep. But do you think it's something that's going to be quite important? For next year and um, years going on, that you are actually out there talking to the students um, at not necessarily at parties, but at their events, um, yeah. at certain places, um, and really asking them the questions and letting them ask you questions. Well, because I, I think Josh has kind of shown us the power of, of authentic engagement and not just kind of. I know sometimes you say you can come across a bit bloody bureaucratic and kind of like a company trying to engage with you. Sometimes there's like, you know, the videos and the, the focus groups and all that sort of stuff. And so I think there's actually a real value in what Josh is doing when it comes to just us being on the ground, turning up to, mm. um, yeah, random gigs on, on, on Castle Street or just turning up to, I think like next year club events, I'd like to see the exec turning up to more uh, club events. So like the International Committee Wine and Cheese that was attended uh, last Saturday. So... I think, yeah, Josh has touched on a really, I don't know, a real genuine way to engage with students. Yeah, we'll yeah. carry across next year, actually. Yeah, not necessarily the way everyone wants to do it, but, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, um, We could all spit fire, get the hogs X, spitting fire on castles. Yeah, there goes. Are you any good with fire, boys? Josh, Josh gave it to me, um, gave me a fire stick, was it uh, early in the year? Yeah. I gave it a go, I can't, I can't say how coordinated I am, but... Yeah, it's quite fun. I didn't burn myself, so it's like a... It's all right. It's a good start. Uh, mate, you'll be at Cytrance Doofs before you know it, eh? <laughs> um, but yeah, it has been a busy few weeks. Do you think you've made a mistake? Oh, I mean, like, the, over the last few weeks? <laughs> no, 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 just running and winning. No, 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 no. No, I don't think so. I think, I mean, if anything, what we've seen in the last few weeks, I, I reckon it's probably made me more excited for next year. Yeah. Um, what we ch- I mean, yeah, God, it's been, it's been stressful sometimes. I'm not mm. going to lie, over the last few weeks, and sometimes it's just like... I think sometimes we saw maybe a symptom of uh, maybe a little bit of infighting from some members. I, I, I don't know. I, I think that maybe took us down more of a negative track than we needed to. Mm. Um, but if anything, we should just use that okay, sounds maybe like, as a learning opportunity to avoid that next year. Yeah. But overall, the last few weeks, no. It's been bloody exciting, and I think it's made me excited even more for next year. Well, I mean, not infighting, but rigorous yeah, yeah. debate mm. is really important, though. Yep. You know? Oh yeah, hundred percent. And yeah, you're always yeah, gonna, yeah. you know, and there's always gonna be differing opinions. Yeah. Um, but it's just the way you handle that. Exactly. Right? And and like well, disagreement is actually incredibly healthy. That's mm. the thing. You need to make sure that as long as it's done in a respectful and productive way, that's actually you need more of that than not. I mean, it, it, if you have an exec 
of 11 people who all agree with each other, that's a pretty useless exec, to be honest. Yeah. So you want disagreement. Now, the smoke is, the smoke is cleared, uh, excuse my pun, uh, mm. uh, within the mainstream in terms of, um, you know, the proctor. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and what happened there. But, I mean, this is where the real work kind of starts, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, where to from here? Like, OUSA has said uh, they want real change to off-campus powers from the proctor and campus yep. watch. Uh, do you res- realistically think that the clock tower is going to listen or is open um and how do you keep the pressure on now that you know there's no mainstream media focus yeah uh, and maybe there's you know those 600 students think they've done their bit well so i i think what you probably touched on is a good point is that it wouldn't really like it's not going to be easy mm-hmm. i don't think the uni are going to sort of say oh yeah okay sure take take all the proctors off, off campus powers why don't we lower fees at the same time yeah, because once it, you know in yeah. their minds once everybody forgets about it they don't have to do anything yeah and in which that's where i think the responsibility shifts to OUSA one to continue that fight and as you're saying keep the pressure on mm. um but i think also trying to keep students engaged I, yes. I think what we've done was we've built up this momentum but it'd be actually a shame to see those 600 students thinking oh, i don't give a shit anymore and just dropping off the radar mm-hmm. so i think there's kind of two sides we need to keep the um almost like dealing with the university so that uh, next monday there's a meeting with um the vice chancellor kate and myself to start these conversations about how can we move so i'd like to see the proctor moving away from punitive towards pastoral care I mean, they they were initially introduced by the uni as, you know, a pastoral care service, but now they're coming across, like, the headmaster scolding us, you know, on a Thursday afternoon at detention. Um, so there's that, there's that approach. But then, yeah, we need to keep that, keep those 600 students, keep that momentum going. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, how we bring back classic activism, and that, that's kind of what it is. Um, I don't know if there's necessarily a silver bullet, mm-hmm. but I think what we've seen with what Josh has done recently, that's a really good example of it. Um, one idea... We were talking about earlier, actually, before um, we went on air, was the Education Action Group. So that yep. was an old group that, um, I mean, they they organised the initial clock tower protest, the classic sit out, sitting in of the registry. They were kind of the, the classic grassroots activist group of OUSA. Um, so if we can actually look at bringing that group back, it could actually create, um, I don't know, it could help facilitate that larger, wider student community activism. So uh-huh. here's hoping. What about, because, I mean, this is university, it is mm. a government entity. Yeah. What about going to right to the top? What about going to the tertiary education minister? You right, know, the, right uh, to old Chris. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because I think, well, actually, maybe not necessarily the, from the government, but a legal perspective is actually something that was brought up. And this is, mm. this is a, a law student was actually talking to me about this, like, after the Proctor stuff, is that when the Code of Conduct, so that's the off-campus kind of, like, I don't know, university, big brother sort of document was first introduced, was actually, so it seemed to be a little bit legally grey. Um, So I'd actually be quite interested in looking maybe in the legal aspect of it and sort of saying, well, hold on, is there actually any grounds for the university to be pretty much signing us up to a new set of laws in a way uh, that we don't necessarily have a lot of say in? Um, But I haven't actually thought, to be honest, about approaching Chris. Do you think it would be worthwhile? I don't see why not. Yeah. And especially if there is some legal grey areas. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's a good idea, actually. You know, why not yeah. go s- straight to the top and mm. say, you know, I mean, th- this is a little bit unjust. You are adults yep. who live yep. in, a, in a city uh, that is policed by a police force, Yeah, you know, that is there to do their jobs for everybody else. So why uh, have you, why do students themselves have police times too, yeah, essentially, yeah, exactly. right? Yeah, that's a really good idea, actually. You know, and then if you do something wrong, it goes through the courts, and then and, and then the university can, you know, the Code of Conduct can say if you go through the courts, mm. you're found guilty of something. Yeah, yeah. Then, therefore, then you can be 
expelled from the university. Mm, yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, oh, that's a really good idea. Oh, well, thanks. No worries. <laughs> um, but yeah, you've got to keep that pressure on, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. A- a- and that pressure, um, I think, needs to be people power. Mm, yep. a- and well, it's great that you and Caitlin are having a meeting. But you mm. know, do you think maybe you know, how do we get the university engaged more with students in terms of you know public meetings? You know, having having Harleen meeting once a month with the student body in the MCR. Mm, yeah. You know, or having different heads of different departments doing the same. Because what we so unfortunately it had to be cancelled because the Harleen is down with the flu, um, as of recently. So mm-hmm. she's uh, bedridden. But we we're going to have uh, I think it is on Thursday we're going to have a sort of a Q and A session with the vice chancellor. Yeah. Um, on in the MCR, pretty much open mic session. I'm sure she'll get some curly ones. Like that's the point as we want to give her the well, curly that's ones. Right. Um, like. I mean, for example, first off, question I would like to ask is, yeah, why did you vote to cut art history at the Senate meeting? Um, but it'd be really good, yeah, next year to see that actually continued and actually more regular. So one of the sort of things that it, it was yeah, it, it, it was done a little bit this year, headed by Roger, um, our campaign officer, as in more regular MCR meetings. But I think, I think realistically, I think they haven't quite hit the mark yet. Yeah. I don't think it's at fault of Roger. I think we need a whole exec behind them. But... Um, this idea of fortnightly meetings, we sort of discussed it briefly on, over uh, Laura and I when we came here a few weeks ago. And I think fortnightly regular meetings, I think, can provide the backbone for things like bringing in head of departments, bringing yeah. in the vice chancellor. Um, the debating society are quite maybe keen. We talked, to, I talked a few weeks ago with them uh, to use them as a, maybe a chance to organise more public debates and stuff. So I think we maybe got a framework for next year that we could use it. I mean, the university has a responsibility <coughs> to talk to the students about yep. the goings-ons within it, you know. Mm. If they think they've got the responsibility over students outside of of campus, yep. a, 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 and within campus as well, then they've got a responsibility to talk to the students head-on. Mm. Yep. Uh, person, you know, uh, to, to explain decisions mm. um, so we know what the hell is going on. And, and also not just falling on OUSA or student representatives to be like the, quote, student voice quote unquote so I've ticked, ticked that box exercise I think mm. I think sometimes we see um, the university and departments the sort of sort of saying well I've, I've talked to that OUSA rep um, that's my job of student engagement done but that's actually not that's not at no. all what I, mean. I, I think especially in the last few years and I think even even recently to a certain degree with the art history cuts I think we did see the uni sort of fall on OUSA a bit instead of saying oh I, I haven't needed to consult with the wider student body we've talked to OUSA. Um, but obviously, as we're saying, that's wrong. We need to try and both, yeah, they should be talking to our student reps, but also to the wider student community. So with OUSA, I'm sorry, with the art history um, thing, like art history's history, essentially, yep. um, you know, there was the vote, and it was really tight. I mean, what real role did we OUSA play in that, you know? Was there real lobbying? Yeah, well, so, so the actual, and I mean, to get into the, bureau- the bureaucracy of it, so there was an initial motion to cut it, um, so then I actually, uh, so I put forward the amended motion, mm. um, which was to pause or to stop the cuts of art history and to uh, look a- look after the department as a minor, standalone minor. Um, so, so the actual motion that people were voting on was an OUSA motion itself. Um, so the lobbying aspect, so we had uh, a bunch of student groups that they were emailing uh, Senate members beforehand, mm-hmm. outlining some of our arguments. Um, the day before, we had like a public forum where members of the community came, and we invited se- uh, members of Senate to that. I think a few actually turned up to actually hear not just the student perspective, but perspective from I think I mean, De Novo Gallery, um, a whole bunch of student local artists and stuff. Mm. Um, so I, I think there was a, like a, a strong degree of lobbying, but I think there could have been we could have done more. I mean, I mean, you can always look back and say, oh, I could have done more, but I think. 
for the next time yeah. because there will be a next time and we need to be prepared for the next time yeah. um, I think we can really look at that oh, I don't know I'm sort of ramming now but the, the, at that lobbying I think we could have done a, a, a better job with dealing with the individual Senate members more yeah. Do you, do you think maybe you caught it a little bit late because you know the clock tower had been dismantling art history for quite some time they mm. have you know they've been stri- stripping bits and pieces away from it over mm. time papers a- a- and the like um you know do you think it might be impo- important to watch out for that in the future to see where they might be heading yeah so, okay. so you can kind of cut it you know get in there early and say how hold on hold mm. on what is your actual real plan here yeah where are you going uh you, and you need to be honest with us because some people get yeah. left in the lurch here Mm. You, you know, some pe- there, there is cases in the past, um, if you look at um, when the College of Education came into uh, the university, mm. uh, some din- uh, there was problems with design students when design went and, yep. and some, some couldn't finish mm. uh, and had to find ways to finish. Yeah. Um, my sister had, my personally, my sister mm. had to wait a whole year um, when she was at Ticol, yeah, yeah, um, and and the changes came in a whole year for them to be able to find a way for her to finish her degree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and, and that's a real issue and mm. that's a real problem. Um, so you know, do you think it's it's we need to start looking at it earlier. We need to catch yeah. these things, catch the uni out at the games they might be playing. Mm. If I wanted to well, use that way, I, I totally agree. Especially in the fact that if we just leave it up to the uni to flag us when this is an issue, well, that's yeah. usually they're they're only going to flag us when it is just, you know, in their words, well, you know, beyond repair. Yeah, well, it's, it's on mm. its way out. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, by the time you get to the point where you've, where you've gotten with art history, yeah. it was gone. Mm, mm. You know, I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah and you, well, it, uh, actually, to be honest, it was almost <laughs> not gone. One vote. Yeah, one, one vote. One vote. Um, yeah. But, you know, uh, the writing was on the, yeah, the wall. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And no, no, I, th- I think actually you've played a really good point to see if we can get our education team next year to kind of look at... I mean, yeah, but look at the Fs and look at all the sort of the stats and maybe see where departments are trending uh, in a way that the university might be inclined to deal with them like art history. Mm. Um, I, I mean, I, I won't name them because I don't want to preemptively cause any stress, but I think off the back, I've had a conversation with someone that there might be a few names that we're considering, a few departments. Yeah. Um, so I'll get, it works well as our education officer for next year. Yeah. Fantastic job. Mm-hmm, good on, mm-hmm. good on your will. Um, so yeah, I think it's actually a really good approach to sort of say preemptively work out the areas which might be potentially cut. Yeah. Um, so then even before we need to get to the area of lobbying Senate members and preparing a rally uh, and you know, building up the petition, if we can actually preemptively step in and stop those situations, that we're doing our job even better. Yeah, well, I mean, you cut papers, that automatically leads to cutting student numbers, right? Mm, and then, yeah. you know, and then they go, oh, well, there's, yeah. there's stuff for students here, they're not mm. really doing it, so we might as well get, oh, we can get rid of it now. Yeah. Um, now, RA pay is another one um, that is going to be big for next year. Yep. Um, you know, what? what's happening there, and what are plans for USA to move forward? Because obviously you've had you've had a meeting with the university, mm. and that got n- went nowhere, and, and they've come back and said, wow, you know, yeah. uh, it's not just about pay, but look at the other things they're gaining. Like the CV looks real good when they leave uni. And it, so yeah, so so because that was the meaning with <coughs> oh, sorry, because um, Roger yeah, so Roger our campaigns and Nohana College's officer yeah had a meeting with them early in the year. Oh, it just it pissed me off. It honestly pissed me off when uh, they told us about the exec meeting because some of the arguments universities seem to be leaning on they were just stupid one of them was a um, an argument around tax and how they couldn't reduce um, RA's fee because they'd be giving them an indirect um, tax free income increase if you kind of follow those lines but I mean the long story uh, sorry the, the I guess long story short 
just bullshit, really. Yeah. I mean, RAs are currently paying uh, for services they're not getting. They're yeah. paying the same rate as colleges, as actual college students, but they're not getting the RA partial support. They're not getting the, I guess, the freedom to access the tutors. You know, you know, it's a completely different environment. It's, oh, and they're doing a job. Mm, they're, it's, they're, they're giving a service for nothing. Yeah, it's it's like I mean, I remember it's it's like. Uh, employees at Disneyland having to pay to get into Disneyland every single time they work at Disneyland. Yeah. It's absolutely stupid. So what are we doing about going into it next year? So um, I had a, uh, a chat with our colleges officer, so Jack Manning, he's next year's colleges officer, currently in Texas, so Skyped him last night, and I we sort of talked about the idea of setting up a specific RA kind of I guess, campaign team. So I actually quite like to bring in um, some of the people who ran against Jack, so Finn and Jesse, um, who are both super passionate and capable, and kind of building into this team to sort of, I guess, yeah, really hit the ground running for campaigning next year. But what does that specifically mean? Um, I'd like to have another meeting, to be honest, with the members of the university that Norhan and Roger met, mm-hmm. and not give them another chance, but almost give them a bit of a firmer rock up as far as some of their arguments and the focus and the direction they're kind of... Uh, they're trying to t- they're trying to sort of take with this RA argument, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. As you're saying, because it's just it, it just yeah, it's just bullshit. I mean, that's another one I think should go to the national level because mm. you know yep. there are other entities out there that are doing the job mm. that the university should be doing for the residential assistance. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, take a polytechnic. Mm. Yeah, just yeah. down the road. Just down the road. I'll just down the road. Yeah. Hey, I went to Polytech. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, don't, I never went to Otago really. Uni. Well, Polytechs, ITPs are fantastic institutions. They are. Uh, they are. That's right. Shut up. <laughs> um, all right. Um, and I'm glad you brought up um, mm. the executive for next year and, yep. and talking about bringing in uh, other people that ran. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. You know, I think that you know that that's probably um, yeah because these people were engaged, right? Mm. They, they're engaged with the USA. Yep. They they wanted to obviously get the roles. Um, yeah. And they've obviously got skills and ideas that we don't really want to lo- uh, mm. lose, right? I mean, uh, you just Laura, for, yep. for yep. example, you know, that, that you, she's wonderful, yeah. absolutely fantastic, yeah. um, and, and would have done uh, a great job had she mm. got president. Yep. Um, and we don't really want to lose it. So how do you kind of keep them tied in with you? you know, do, would you like to see um, those people kind of staying on in, like, consultancy roles? You know, I mean... Uh, would you like to work with them next yeah, year? Yeah, and so I, I said this to my exec actually uh, a few weeks ago. I, I'm actually quite keen for them all to meet up uh, with everyone they ran against to kind of pick their brains for ideas and mm. <coughs> sorry, um, work out how we can engage them. I, I guess obviously one size um, doesn't fit all in the fact that um, we need to work out some members might want to come in as committee members, since boring, some members w- might want to come in um, as campaign leads. Um, I, I know, for example, so Laura is heading over to Wellington, mm. um, so we can't necessarily put her on a board here, but I think, I mean, I, I've, I've talked to her and she's sort of saying, we're going to catch up in a few weeks' time after the exam stress is finished. Yeah. And again, yeah, I'm just going to pick her brain and listen to what she's to say, listen to the visions she had and see how we can actually bring them in to our USA. Um, so yeah examples of Jesse and Finn bringing them in um, I mean the welfare candidates education candidates getting them on the respective welcomes and ed- educoms and stuff it would be a waste if we didn't bring them in somehow yeah because they've got the passion you're saying and the skills yeah and I know I know for a fact that some of them are going to be involved mm. and they have yep. been and, and, and some of the uh, and they've been involved before in a lot of things yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. you know these are caring passionate people mm. which is great um, just quickly before we go because we've actually we've run out of time Did, oh. see how fast 20 minutes goes James? oh really time flies <laughs> <of> time. <laughs> that's right I mean um, what are, what what are your hopes and 
yeah, what are your hopes and yeah, what are your hopes and aspirations for next year? I mean, I guess the the thing I keep sort of falling on uh, as I guess the direction I want to see Ayuse taking is I I, I want to see Ayuse being more political. Um, I'd like to see so example those weekly more sorry fortnightly meetings and debates and discussion. I mean, that's being more political. That's mm. Ayuse being more political. But um. On top of that, I mean, obviously, DCC elections are next year. Nice. Um, I've harped on about DCC elections a few you times. You have, and uh, good l- I say good <laughs> luck to you, sir. And everyone, everyone gets very excited about the idea of local body elections. Oh, I do. Um, waking up in the middle of the night thinking about it. But I, 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 I would like to see OUSA, again, lobbying those candidates, meeting up with them, sort of saying, offering the carrot that we have 20,000 students who could potentially vote for you, the potential OUSA endorsement of candidates that are student-focused. Um, and then also the, the stick and the fact that um, if, if candidates are not offering students that are underperforming, we should be critiquing them. We mm. should be actually being a, a political body. Um, and so I guess that's the direction I want to see OUSA taking. I, w- I want people to n- not necessarily see OUSA as, oh, again, the classic, they do O-Week, they do Hyde, they do some support services, which are all valid and important OUSA services, but at its core, OUSA should be a political organisation. It was founded to be a political organisation. You're a union. So next year, yeah, we need to be bloody political. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, I think the conflict between also being a service provider and being political, I think it's gone on too long. We are a political, as you're saying, we're a union, we're a political institution. I think we need to go back to those roots and reinforce it more, rather than being worried more so about our, our, our other service providing arm, you know? Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, you know, you can have you can have both. Maybe mm. cake can eat it too, exactly. James. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. That's it's a delicious goal. cake. It's a very good cake. Oh, you say it's a very delicious cake. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thank you. No worries at all. Always a pleasure, my friend. Uh, are you going to do a show next year? I think I will be. Yeah. yeah. We'll see how that goes. I'm looking forward to it, actually, but yeah. I don't know how good I'll be in choosing music and 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 doing all the <sighs> dials and. I don't know. But we'll teach you, mate. We'll get you in shape. Baby steps, you know. Yeah. We'll do that's right. That's right. I'm glad you're going to do that. Yeah. It's really important. Um, I think. You know, mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Radio 1's really important. Radio 1 is very important. <laughs> A pillar of our USA. <laughs> exactly. All right. Here's-